You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Welcome everyone to, I, I can't even, like this week's episode, first of all, I'm, I just want to say we're recording today, it's Thursday, August 30th, it's, it would be my mother's 96th birthday, oh. and I can't think of a better way to spend this day than with t- this week's guest. She is, I hate saying the word legend, <laughs> I hate it, but she is a legend. In her own mind. And she, <laughs> I, I, the consummate... There, there's like one other person who I feel is a consummate performer like this woman, and that was Sammy Davis Jr. Oh my goodness! And you. you're just, I, I'm, th- I can't thank you enough for being on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The incredible Marilyn May is here. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Marilyn, thank you so, 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 so much. I mean, you know, there's two people in my that I who I feel are just amazing performers and you remind me in on on the same level as sammy davis jr oh thank you thank you judy that's a great compliment thank you because i mean and i say this to my kids like he and you there's a stage there's you and there's music and that's it it's like my kids go to these concerts it's like pyrotechnics and (laughs) you know people dying from like things blowing up you know like lights blowing up and you know it's just it's well, just pure, unadulterated talent, and uh, you're just incredible. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. I'm uh, thrilled to be I'm, with you. I mean, you're <laughs> I'm thrilled amazing. to be with you. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to start from the beginning. You're from Kansas. I'm from, uh, uh, actually, I was born in Wichita. I never lived there. Right. But uh, spent until I was 11, I guess, 11 or 12, in Topeka, which mm-hmm. was Kansas. Then my mother and I um, left my daddy, and we made, uh, I mean, not by choice, but right. by necessity, right. and <laughs> went to Des Moines, Iowa. Right. And so I went to high school in Des Moines, and then started on the road as soon as I was out of high school, and you know, wound up, oddly enough, back in Kansas City, right. because I married a man from Kansas City. Right. One of the many, one of the one of the marriages. Um, So you're named after uh, Marilyn Miller. Yes, yes. Who Marilyn Monroe is also named after. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the Marilyns. Yeah. Yeah. So that and that was a your mother was a fan of loved loved Marilyn Miller and loved uh, one of the first songs I ever learned to sing was "Look for the Silver Lining." You know, because that was she did it in in. uh, Ooh, I wish I could tell you the name of the Broadway show, but I can't. But um, I've I've been and then then when Marilyn Monroe took it up then then I came along with another M last right. name and I've been Marilyn Mon May for <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Marilyn Mon Mon May. No, no, no. Oh Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I have to say something. Converted. Okay. She converted she to Judaism. Yes. She's a shit. For Arthur Miller. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, and your father was a pharmacist. Yes, yes. Um, and your mother had you singing at the age of three, and she, she accompanied you on the piano. She did. She did. You did your homework. Oh, yeah. But did she, she do you feel like she wanted to be the performer, or do no, you? No, 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 no. She wasn't, she really wasn't a stage mother. Right. She, um, she wasn't pushy enough, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but she wanted me to sing and wanted me to perform. And, di- and did you? And, I mean, and, I. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I did. I, I didn't know anything else. Else, right. But uh, in those days, because uh, I'm so old, um, I, um, we entered amateur contests, you know, right. in, in Kansas. There were a lot of, and the big prize was I think three dollars and wow. it was wonderful when that's I that's about what I made <laughs> doing my first sets doing stand up in the 80s so yeah. we, and, and many times I won and then uh, there was a trumpet player um, who played Flight of the Bumblebee really, really oh, fast. Oh, wow. And when, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and uh, when, I, when I would see him in the lineup, I'd say, oh, dear, Stop. I'm really in trouble. Yeah. Because, you know, and uh, many times he would win. And then he worried about me, too. He worried when I would show up. And, oh, good. You know, Where's he uh, now? Uh, I think his name is Doc um, <laughs> or, or, or Winton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You won, so it was one of these amateur contests in Topeka that you won a 13-week... Radio show. Radio show. <laughs> Funny. Um, and you were nine years old. I know. Well, I was never a child. That's why right. I. That's why I love so... Here at P-Town, I can be, I can be a child again. <laughs> but you attract... It's like, it's interesting. You know, that's such an interesting point because you say you were never a child... And yet you bring out the child in people. You bring out well, that thank innocence. You. That's it's it's supposed to be fun. I think yeah. I think a performance is supposed to be fun and, and 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 here, you know, we have this wide street commercial street right. you know, where all the wonderful stores are. That's yes. my favorite part of Well, that's not my yeah. favorite part, but I do love that part of, yeah. of Provincetown, all the stores. And uh, but but you meet people and they just walk up and say hello and I love you and right. what's wrong with that? Boy, that's it's, Really I, I know. I always tell people, like, Provincetown is the way the world should be, that we, yes. you know. Yeah. And then I don't want those other people coming here, so I don't There's no strangers. There's no no strangers. <laughs> right. Nobody, nobody feels uh, that they are a stranger to you, you Right, know? right. And especially if they've seen your work, then we then we become friends. Right. Um, you are doing an 11-year engagement at the Colony in Kansas City. Yeah. How old were you Actually, when this that's started? a wrong number. Actually, it was eight years. Fuck, I hate the internet. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. And I read I, multiple things. I know that okay. it's out there 11, but it actually was eight. So you had an eight-year engagement. Right. How old were you when you got this? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Were you um, popular in high school? It was before. Uh, only when they needed somebody to sing, sing right. or perform. And then I was, then, boy, they loved me a right. lot. But and was, they would come to me. Was that a thing, like, in your generation of being popular? Like, like in my, I was grew up in the seventies, and it was. Just, Did they like you? Did they like you in the seventies? No, 70s? I got called Bigfoot, and you know I was just constantly. Were you, but were you outrageous, bullied. or were you kind of calm in high school? Oh, I was, <laughs> I was not calm. I was in the band. I was six feet at thirteen. What'd you play? What do you play? I played piano, clarinet. And then, you do? Yeah, and I play. I was a music major. I majored in music in college. Oh wow! Oh wow! Um, 
So I appreciate you even more. But yeah, I was completely unpopular and bullied, you know. But oh, I don't know if that was a I thing of your generation. I don't think I was ever bullied, but but they, you know, I when when it was time to have a show, right? Then of it course, was like let's call Marilyn. Uh, let's call Marilyn, and 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 it was and that was fine. And I think the first year in high school, mother accompanied me, and I don't know who did after that, but we did do a lot of shows. Did you go I, to the prom? I uh, yes. Well, that was the heartbreaking part because I I fell in love with a senior. You know, I mean, my first love was the senior. Right. And I was a sophomore. What was his name? So then uh, his name was Bill. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and <laughs> that seems funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> but he wound up. Marry he, me, Bill. I know. Well, or he's just my Bill. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so when it came time for the prom, uh, of course, he said, you know, I can't take you. Why? And, and we'd been dating because I was a sophomore. Oh, fuck him. That's right. That's that's where I was bullied. <laughs> He's a fucking... He, I yeah, know. I bet mm-hmm. now. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. like, uh-huh. whatever. Fuck you, Bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I, get I'm, this... You get this... Eight, how old were you when you got this eight-year engagement? Well, my, I was married to my pianist, who was a, a brilliant, brilliant pianist. That was my uh, third husband. Right, and he's the one you had a child with. And No, no, oh. I had the child with the second husband, second but husband. my third husband adopted her. Okay. Because the second husband didn't take care of her. Right. But, um, Men suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but the uh, third husband who was a brilliant pianist right. and all of them were alcoholics right and why so, do you think you, know, you were attracted? oh heaven knows well you work you know where we work and there's I lots know. of I'll f- drinks I'll help flowing. you I'm but, gonna save you yeah, well I thought I could right didn't, didn't I think I could fix them I, yeah. of course I could you know I really didn't even know that I just thought they were fun in the beginning right I didn't know they were smashed right <laughs> so so we. Uh, uh, we worked in this wonderful club, and it was a restaurant, basically, and uh, the owner would never put a sign out with our names. Wound up that Steve Allen um, came in and had me on his show many times, his late-night show. Did he come in to eat? Like, did he know he you were? He dropped in. I think, I think he was told that you better go hear this singer. Right. And he heard me, but but um, the uh, he would never the, the owner would never put a sign out giving our names and and why so did I, he do that? I started well because he was a he was a restaurateur and he right. loved he thought his food was the star okay and I couldn't be the star right but we were doing the Steve Allen show finally in the eighth year that I was working there and I said you know what would be a good idea because people the cab drivers are telling me that the people get off the plane and say where's Marilyn May right because they see this national television right. It'd show right be nice to have my name out and it'd be nice to yeah. To come and you know, and he said, "What? Oh, but then they wouldn't know we serve food." Oh, fuck so. you! <laughs> Another asshole guy. Did um? So eight years. Are you how many how many shows a week is that? Are oh, we you, are did. You doing anything else at that time? No, or no, just... no. We did four hours four hours a night. And four hours. Oh yeah, my husband would play for probably oh half an hour, mm-hmm. and I would go on and do a half an hour, and then the break, break, and then you know that kind of thing. I mean, it, it equates to probably three shows a night that I did. You know, did did f- five nights a week. We only and were worked. people eating during this no, time? No, was it five nights? Yeah, five nights a week. Yeah, they were dining. No, during this. actually, we were in a, a little place that could seat maybe sixty people. And that was where they would have cocktails, and then right. they would go downstairs to the to the and restaurant. Does, like this is the kind of thought process that pisses me off. Like <laughs> as a comic, like they're 
you know, some clubs won't even give us dinner, you know, if they mm -hmm. serve food or they'll, you pay half. And you think, God, you I know never what? thought no to one, ask for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> no one would be here if it was, you know, how many people did you bring into that place? And, and, and well, he's like, as I'm time not putting your name out. As time was. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but the interesting thing was we, I would be singing and there was a, a hookup as far as the announcement was concerned. And I would be singing some ballad or something. Uh, Mr. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, your table is ready. Oh, God. And I would be in the middle of a song, you know, and we just wait. It got to be a joke with right. the customers and with us, you know, because he would break in. I'd say, Ralph, his name was Ralph, and I'd say, could you just wait till we, till we We're finish? Done with the song? Just about a chorus. Oh, he yeah. didn't know what a chorus was, but he was wonderful because he right. hired us for eight, eight years. years. Yeah. So, and so that's all you did for eight years. And my daughter was in high school, in, oh, in, not in high school, but she was in school. And then in the summertime, we would go to Vegas and Lake Tahoe and work uh, Vegas and Tahoe when she was out of school. And then we'd go back in. That's the, awesome in that you September. got to stay in one place while she was. Well, yeah. that's that was, that was kind of gift. the point, too. Yeah. yeah. Although a mistake, but <laughs> probably. Do you, do you think that that had an effect on your career? Oh, I'm sure it did because we stayed in Kansas City. Right. I always think what would have happened had I moved to New York or, or you know, just to New York, I think. Yeah, I did the same thing. Maybe that was a mistake. Did you? Where did you well, stay? Well, I was in L.A., and I had been on a sitcom, and I was I was at a hot period. You know, like I was right. like 33, mm -hmm. um, and uh, my ex had our first son, and I adopted him. And uh -huh. so she said to me, you got to pick New York or LA. Mm -hmm. And I was like getting a lot of work in LA. And I said, I don't want to bring my kid up in LA. I want to bring my kid up in New York. So you moved to New York. So I moved back. I always, I had already lived there. Oh, I just see, went to LA for a few but years. But that was great, right? That was a good idea? I my, no. I mean, all my management was there and everything. And I just, my mother, you know, I'm an East Coast person and I uh -huh. wanted my kids to grow up there. And I think, yeah, I wish, that would, I wish I'd been an East back. Coast person. Yeah. I never had a manager or a, or a, I had an agent, MCA was. Uh, for a while, I was under the management of, of MCA, but right. but uh, not. Um, I never really had a. I had a manager who was like a booker, like an agent. Yeah, I, I worked a lot, but career wasn't. And then I was late. You know, the, I did RCA when I was, uh, you know, in, in your by 30s, that time. right? Well, no, by that time, God, I don't know. We got to talk about that. I can't remember the. Well, you all right? So Steve Allen finds you, puts you on the show. Okay. Then um, many times we would fly from Kansas City out and do the Steve Allen. It was and a. Then it come was back. a. It wasn't um, like the late night show. It was another Steve Allen right. show, and we would do a lot oh, of. And we would do the shows. Steve <laughs> Allen, totally forgot. So into you, I can't even remember what I'm doing. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did? 
is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast-growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. And then, is it Johnny Car? You went right from then Johnny Carson? Well, no, we went from Steve Allen, RCA. To the RCA. I didn't know if RCA came before or after Johnny. An A&R man with RCA. His wife saw me, and she was a musician. Really? Yeah, yeah. What was her name? He was a pianist. And uh, uh, Renee. Oh no, I do know. Um, th- their last name was Renee, and um, she, um, she, she. Well, yeah. No. Oh yeah. There's a big story there. What? <gasps> big story. He was up in like the attic. All oh no way. He uh-huh. was a Holocaust two, survivor. Yes, uh-huh, two women held him for two years up wow. in the attic. Yeah, it's like the story. Yeah, Anne Frank. Yeah, that's right. Except right. he's alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But she saw me and she said, now, this is this girl that I've been telling you about on the Steve Allen show, because I had done maybe three or four times, and this was kind of my last chance because he was going off the air the next week. Right. And I was on one of the last shows, and she said, here's this Kansas City girl. She was saying to her husband, who was the A&R man at RCA. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so obnoxious, yeah. So <laughs> I'm not a shiksa. There, yeah. Quick, <laughs> there we go. So, um, but I, but I do have an agila, really good. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> thank you. So, so she said, "Here's this girl, this Kansas City girl that I want you to hear," and then he immediately uh, said, "I want, I want to record you," and wonderful Don Trenner, who was a great pianist. I'm not sure oh, about right. that. All right, take no, that I don't, back. Yeah, no, I'm sucking so. that out. And, um, but he, um, he said, but I, you know, he said, I want to take you to Dot Label. And I said, well, to my, to Joe Renee, who was the RCA guy, mm-hmm. I said, uh, uh, I want to, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I said, Don Trenner wants to record me on Dot. And he said, but I want to do a full orchestra oh, with wow. Don Costa and, and you know, pe- wonderful arrangers. And um, so yeah, so that changed, you know, with RCA. And you did, you got a contract. Yeah. You did seven albums with them. Yeah. 34 singles. But late. But see, Judy, this was in the 60s. Right. I was too late. Had it been in the 40s, I think my life would have been different. Right. But this was the 60s right and, and so rock and roll was hitting and yeah so in 1966 the Beatles came along and forget it so you're nominated for a grammy in 1966 yeah, best new artist best new artist what are you 37 at that time or 30 i don't know I, okay I, something I, you do the math <laughs> and you 
are up against. Wait, I think I remember it was um, Tom Jones. Tom Jones who won. Um, Horst Jankowski, a pianist. Okay. Um, and the Hermits, bir- Hermits, 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 and yeah. the Birds. The Birds, yeah. And um, you know what a category. I know. And there you are in your sequins <laughs> and the, just the epitome of class. And Tom Jones with his hairy chest. I mean, that, that doesn't wild. tell you. Just wild. So. You do the Tonight Show for the first time. Like, uh-huh. I just want to know, that first time, like, did you, because, all right, as, um, you know, I'm a comedian, and it used to be you did the Tonight Show and Johnny gave you a thumbs up, and you were set. Right. It doesn't, it's not like that anymore. Right. Was it like that for singers? Like, you did the Tonight Show, and you'd be booked for? Um, you know, I don't know. Um, I was working the living room in New York, this okay. wonderful club, and, I'm, and I even recorded my second album live at the living room. And but during that time, um, wait, wait, oh dear, the announcer on. Uh, and I, we got to cut this out. Um, the announcer on Ed. Ed McMahon. Okay, okay. Oh please, I'm Ed, way Ed worse McMahon. than you. Yeah. Ed McMahon uh, was it came to the living room. Right. And saw me, and he said, "You have to do the Tonight Show." And Sketch Henderson was the oh the yeah director then. And I didn't even have to audition, you know. I just they just took me to the to the Tonight Show. So Johnny first saw you on his show. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Ed, that never Ed, happened. Ed, yeah. Ed's the reason that yeah. I did the show the first time, and um, uh, I don't know. He was just so always so complimentary. So you would come. I mean, I watched so many videos of you, but you'd come out the first time. I just want to know what the first time was like. You come out. I don't remember. Wow. But but I know that it was a thrill. The band was great. And probably nerves. I don't know. Yeah. Did you, know. you ever sit down with him? But uh, five times, I had the choice of singing two songs, or doing one song right. and conversation. And I don't know whether I made. I probably didn't make the right choice. I don't know. But I always said. Oh, you, know, you I, gotta stop second guess. I mean, this is what I. This is what I'm about. You know. But I'm, no I'm one ever. I watched. So, you, you did do two songs. Which no one ever does anymore. And. Mm. Well, no one does any songs on any of the right, Tonight right. Shows these days. I know. And unfortunately. You, you, that's amazing that you had the choice and you said, I just want to sing. Yeah, no, I just, and the band was great and that, right. yeah, I wanted to sing. Yeah, I, I, 70, I didn't know that I had any stories that would be fun. 76 times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 76 and he, times he on the He would Tonight completely, show. he was so wonderful to me. Um, it's interesting because as time went on, I did one-nighters with Steve Allen mm-hmm. uh, all around the country, uh, with Steve Allen and and Bill Dana, right, and Louie Nye, right, and we all did one-nighters around the country, and Paul Smith, the great pianist, was yeah. driving <laughs> was driving the car, or if it was a real long stretch, then we would fly, but um, uh, the where were we? <laughs> I got I dissected. Um, but Steve Steve Allen was uh, so fabulous to me. And when I would do the Johnny Carson show, mm-hmm. uh, Steve would watch it, you know. Right. And so when Steve was introducing me in the one-nighters long after, you know, after his shows, he would he would quote Johnny Carson when he would introduce me. Instead of, because he's the one that started me, right. Steve Allen. But he in his introduction, it would be about what Johnny said about me. Right. That wow. Cute. Yeah, I love. The I respect. wrote something down. He said something. He said, "And that young singer's 
is the way it's done. Yeah, he That's did how that Johnny... many times. Many times. He One time he said, I'll never forget these words, he said, uh, and that young singer's, she, you, you listen to her lyric, you listen to the, w- the way she does it, this, you know, she knows how to do it, and you just watch her. And, you know, his face, mm-hmm. when they would go back to him after mm-hmm. you were done, and pure he would joy. do a little uh, woo. He would go, woo. You know Just what? pure, unadulterated joy. Joy. He was. Well, you know how many hosts will still be talking to the people oh, on, yeah. the, on the sofa yeah. when when the performer is doing an oh, act yeah, or whatever? Sure you, you, I'm sure you do. And he never did that. He would totally turn yeah. toward it because I was performing on his left side and the sofa was on his right, right. side and because we're not on television. Right. So, so, But he would totally turn around and face face me on, you know, in the center of the stage. He was just, he would so pay attention and not not finish a conversation right. with somebody on the on it the was sofa. you uh, it's it's so engage you're so engaging on that like well, but he but he had you know he's the he leader had, well he's, he had yeah. respect for his performers right. how wonderful that he had that kind of respect for for right. I think probably all the performers you and know. for women you know yes well. oh yeah well at least he you for know, the like, entertainers so um I, I wanted to ask you this question. It has nothing to do with your career, but I just, something, you know, I'm not <laughs> going to be able to ask a lot of people. But where were you when Kennedy was shot? And what was the feeling in oh, the I was country? In, oh, my. What a question. Oh, dear. I wouldn't even know how to answer that, except that I was in Kansas City. Yeah. And, uh, oh, just, oh. Horrible, right? I, no words. No words. Just, just terrible. Just terrible. And that whole period, you know, you talk about the 60s, you say, had I been the 40s, because that was the music I loved. And that's, the 60s were so tumultuous, you know. Um, well, the and, Beatles made such a statement. Right. Know? And, you know, as someone who's, you know, an older comic, you know, considering that, you know, I see the difference in comedy now, you know. Mm-hmm. So here you are watching the music industry explode into all kinds something of different things than what I did. Right. So the 40s was you know the Sinatra and all yeah. the and Jack Jones and all right. the, all the Mel Torme all right. the, all the people that I so loved and respected. Ella and I became Ella Fitzgerald and I became very dear friends. Wait, I I have a quote. I'm sorry. Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> I Remember this, listeners. Ella Fitzgerald said that you were, are, she's, because, you know, she, you are the greatest white female singer in the world. That's a misquote. Oh, please, <laughs> it is not. She just said. I'm going to tell you right now. And, Ella, and Marilyn May is my favorite white singer, my favorite. That's no, she, she said, said greatest. That's, how, um, that's it. <laughs> well, and she wasn't a racist. <laughs> right. She, um, she, they just ask her. It's sort of out of context because right. she did the Mike Douglas show and she did uh, Carson. And, and nine times out of ten they would ask her. Um, and I know this for a fact that at least she said it three times on television because they would ask her, well, who are, who are your favorite singers? And she would say, well, I love Sassy, mm-hmm. you know, Sarah Vaughan. Right. And uh, and Carmen McRae, right? Oh, you know, yeah. She'd say Carmen and Carmen McRae, who I love too. And uh, and she uh, she would say, and my favorite white singer is Marilyn May. See, because of Sarah, right? And so you know, that's how that came back. 
whatever. You know? I'm keeping it the other way. <laughs> but she became a dear friend. She, we so really how did became, you meet her? Um, my manager knew her really well, and uh, in New York, and she took me to the ho- or he took mm-hmm. me to the. Um, hotel where she was staying and we sat there for hours and talked and finally then wherever she was if we were in the same town she would come to my performance and I would come to hers but where I all of our conversations mostly were in the dressing room were they in scat would you talk like this no (laughs) no no but she has the best taste in scat oh yeah nobody should do scat but but Mel Dorme and Ella Fitzgerald and you (laughs) Um, not much not much Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV. Because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer, and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it, and so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And, you know, it's getting warmer out, and what does that mean? Summer. Oh, God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what Liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. Who were you hanging out with at this time? Like, oh, my husband's. You know, yeah. I was I was working. We it was just mostly work. You know, I get my kid off to school, and and uh, actually, I taught. I taught some because we had to augment our our um, your income uh, income uh, when we were eight years in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and we would leave after she came home from school. Then I would I would go to a studio and teach maybe two or three hours. Right. My husband played piano for right. me, and I would teach for a while, and then we'd go home. I would cook dinner. I'd get dressed, and then we'd go to our gig at night. You know, it was kind of my life. I was just awfully busy. Right. Not a bad thing. Do you feel, do you get like I do when you're not busy? You're like. Oh, I just stay busy. Yeah. 
oh no, I stay busy. It's hard. I shop. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I liked to shop. Oh, I love to shop. When you would go to Vegas in the in the summertime. Yeah. Were you you were in Tahoe? You were performing. Did you ever go see other performers? Oh sure. Oh, Did you yeah. ever see Francis Fay? Um, no. Right, sorry. <laughs> That's a show I, I wish I was around for. She came to see me. I don't. I wow. think it was a matter of time. Right. Um, she came to see me. And uh, I love that. Because she, she did the, a very late night show after yeah. everyone was done. Yeah. And if you listen to recordings of her, she's picking on Sinatra in the audience and oh, that sure. one in the audience. And she oh. was kind of filthy. Oh, yeah. And, oh, sure. But she would do these these daytime shows and be like, hi, I'm cabaret singing, you know. She was great, though. Yeah. Great. Uh, who, el- who else would you go? Who would I go see? Well, Sammy Davis. Yeah. You mentioned Sammy. Um, oh, boy. Uh, that we can't. We'd, I got to think about that one because you know I know because I'm the same way. It's like you're you're performing. You're not going to go out and yeah. We were at MGM. And then, were... I, then I started doing uh, shows with Steve Allen in Vegas. Right. Yeah. And uh, and who else did we perform with? Oh gosh, I did Vegas a lot. My darling Shaky Shaky Green. Oh, Shaky Green. Oh, yeah. Shaky and I are very good friends. You would love Shaky. I Have you met him. I, I saw him. He lives in California, right? Yeah. Or, well, he lives in Vegas. He went, he moved back to Vegas. Oh, now. all right. I he saw him. He was eating with someone, and I said hello. But I. Oh, he's he's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, he's beyond. Just brilliant. Yeah. And uh, many many shows. Did there, you work with a, any comedians? Uh, well, I worked with Shaky, Shaky a lot at the yeah. at the Riviera. I worked with um, a lot with. Um, Alan King. Oh yeah, he was he a was lot. very helpful to me, Alan King. I worked with Buddy Hackett. He, <laughs> Buddy Hackett sexually harassed me. I, oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, because I we the, did you ever work in the Catskills? Buddy Hackett loved my my um um yeah, my dog. He oh. loved my darling Rosie, oh. who was a, a Yorkshire Terrier, and and it it was the one time that I could see this little gentle sweet side of, of him when he would pick up Rosie because she weighed five pounds and he would pick her up and he'd say oh Rosie you're so sweet that Buddy Hackett you know what, but Shecky and I still communicate you know he's he's just love him just, oh he's so special did you ever work in the Catskills with these guys? I did and I don't remember with whom it was uh, a long long time ago so there was whatever that big hotel was in the Catskills the Concord yeah. oh I worked the Concord yeah I so did. I, I did. Buddy Hackett, they were closing, but they were going to have trying to raise money. So Alan King loved me, and all these old yes. Jewish guys loved me. And so I went and opened for Buddy Hackett, and <laughs> we were backstage. You know, he's, I'm like, I'm 6'2", and he's like, you know, four feet tall. <laughs> and he puts his head in my boobs and goes, blah, 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 blah. and oh. then he's like, give me a kiss. I'm like, I'm not giving you a kiss. I know. <laughs> but it's so, I mean, now forget it. He There'd be an article and he wouldn't be able to work. But, you know, the Me Too. But it's so funny that they had no boundaries at that time. But, oh, no. Well, they were just fun. And they, yeah. And they, too, respected talent. You yeah. Know? They would always, uh, uh, I, Buddy, I, no, I think Buddy did open. Yeah. And then, and no, he did not open. I I worked first in the in the lineup of a show. Right. And, uh, but, but Shanky would work for 20 minutes right. and then introduce me. Right. Which 
was the nice, the nicest oh. thing to do. Right. And Alan would do that too. Alan would work a little Check while. Check Alan. Yeah, right. Get big stars. And Alan would uh, introduce me. And then, of course, Alan did a third show at the bar, you know, right. after, after, <laughs> after right. we'd work. Because we're so obsessed gather, with getting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you had the first hit recording of Cabaret. I did. And Step to the Rear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before the show's open. Right. And you, you, I saw you sing it on Tonight Show, Cabaret. Unbelievable. And Fun. What you, so you have this hit recording. What's going, are you in your head? Are you like, well, this is it? Do you, how many, like, did you have this is it moments? Never. Wow. Never. No, I was just busy working and hoping. You know, I probably, I don't know, I've just always worked. I've never, if I had that surging, driving ambition to be a star, I, maybe I might have been one. I don't know. I think of you as a star. But I did, thank you. But I just, I just, I just work. I just, you know, it's, it's the gig. So It's when always you, the gig. It's always the, you know, I got to get the next gig. When that know? happened and you had your first big hit, were, was the phone ringing off the hook? Were people like, no. I want to... You know, do this, no, do that. Because you know. Judy, it was in the there again. It was in the '60s, you know, and and early '70s, early '70s, you know, and um, what what I did was not the thing that was happening in right. those days. And I just never had anybody helping me. Right. I never had, you know. Now I have people helping a lot. Right. It was since my 12 years in New York. Right. But um, and I worked in New York in those days. Right. But, uh, with RCA, I worked the Copacabana. Right. With wow. The, the line of girls in the big band. <laughs> you right. Know, that was fun. Didn't Barbara Walters' father own the, what was the? the oh, boy. The um, Above the Copa. What the hell? You know who, you know who followed Walters. me into the Copa was uh, uh, Frank Sinatra Jr. Wow. And he came to my last show and... And he said, you know, I'm very nervous about it. Came up to the yeah. dressing room, and we talked for a long time. And uh, he said, I'm very nervous about it, you know, because because I play piano. I sit behind the piano and right. work. And he said, you know, and I said, but your dad can't do that. Right. How wonderful that you, that right. you do that. So that's what you have that's right. very special. You know, maybe my words helped. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Were you jealous of any other women who were... Stars. Singers that became stars. Probably not like, jealous and not envious. What would the word be? Uh, I, I don't know what the word would be. Um, not envious. Because you don't seem, that doesn't emanate from you uh, at all. I, maybe I think why. <laughs> right. I think that all the time too. Why? Why? You know? Why you and not me? Uh, well, not why you, but just why uh, there isn't more. I don't know. Do you think yeah, that see, it's... Right now, mm-hmm. it, it, at this crazy time of my life, is probably the most fun and the most... Oh, God, I hate to say this word, but the most starish right. that I've ever felt. You know, with people recognizing you, right. and always in New York. You know, they they come up to me in the street. Oh, and, and here I'm, too. And, I'm sho- and well, yeah. here especially. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, in in New York, you know, it's just amazing, and I'm I'm always just blown away when right. when that happens. It it does uh, thrill me, and I'm and it's a nice thing. I don't know that I'm envious of anybody, but I just I want to be that big big star too. I'm, uh, and, and I don't care now. I, I don't right. have that much time now. You, 
you have said that you were, and I relate to this 150%, that you were always chasing the next gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I didn't have time to think. And I just never had that help. And I don't know that managers and agents and all of You still people, end up doing it all yourself. It's so funny. It's like know how they only do things once you get something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, it's like it, you do all the work and then someone's <laughs> like, hi, I'm the head of show business. Here's my car. Yeah, but you just said it. We have, right. to, do, we have to do the work. Right. It's all about the work. the work. Yeah, it is, of course. What do you... Um, and that's what we're about is the work. Right. You are in the Smithsonian. I know it. Isn't that fun? That fun. I went to the Smithsonian right. just to make sure that uh, that uh, it was there. <laughs> right. When I was in D.C. Right. I went to look for that album. Um, they chose a uh, hundred songs that they thought were the best of right. the era, and uh, and then they chose what they felt were the best recordings right. of those. And Barbara Streisand has one. Uh huh. And I have one. <laughs> Ella has a lot. Ella, uh, mm, bless her heart, deservedly so. Oh, uh, she was uh, unbelievable. She was a doll. She was just a doll. So nice, and 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 you know, she never knew she was a star. Right. She really didn't. See, but that's what's so great about, and that's what's so great about you is that you're so. Well, but, you know, you're not. You, we're, but we're grateful. I think we're grateful yeah. that that people want to hear us, and grateful that, and I'm also grateful for their taste. Right. <laughs> I think if they have the taste to get what we do, then I'm, that's a wonderful thing right. for me. Um, you have also said that you sing to the audience. Oh, yeah. And that the audience is the star, They're not the you. They're the star. That's right. That's right. Oh, I so mean that. Oh, it's yeah. so apparent when you're on it's stage. It's not about you. It's right. not about us, the performer. You know, this is an unusual interview for me because I don't really talk a lot about my life. I do it as a, we tell fun things. Right, in between. I think it has to be fun. Right. I think they came to have fun. Why, right. Why, you know, I have students that say, well, and then I want to talk about my husband and then, and then I want to talk about right. my kids and blah, blah, blah. And I said, honey, they don't care. Right. They don't care. They're here to hear you say. They have their husbands. They right. have their kids. You know, let's just let's just entertain. You know it's called entertainment. Right. That's it. it's so kind of the same and yet the polar opposite with comedy cuz you know you are sort of talking about your life. Right. You know. Well, but, it is. Yeah, you're different, aren't you? Right. But, but you find you have to find a funny side. Right. And it's also about the audience. Like this is what I don't you know, you've seen I, the you know the landscape of music changed oh, so God, much yeah. and yeah. you know right now this redefine there's a whole thing about redefining comedy and w when I think about you know when you hear the word comedy it's laughs that's it right. you know that's the you know funny ha ha but when you find a joke don't you have to find the the fun side of it rather the fun, than the right than rhythm the, right um. Yep. And I have to, like you say, you're saying you're doing it to them. Uh -huh. Like, you know. we're That's our job. Right. That's it's our like job to entertain them. them. It's not about us. Right. It's not about us. And it's also, I mean, look, you you're have a beautiful voice. If I have a joke that's written poorly, they're like, 
you know, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Except I always acknowledge, I'm so in right. the moment. Like, I'm always like, oh my Me God. Too. You know, I, Me the, too. In the moment yes. is, is the, I think, is a great talent if you can stay in the moment. Right. You know? I think that's what it's really Somebody all about. Somebody said to me, what, how do you know how long to wait? You know, when I'm doing, when I think, right. if I say something that I think is fun. And then I have little stock things that, right, uh, of course. that I use. And uh, and I said, you know, I don't know how I know how long to wait, you know. It's for, organic. Because the, there's a punch and then there's another punch. Right. And, and, but you're a musician. Well, I don't think it's, you know, I think it's Shecky. I have to go back really? to Really? Yeah, love you, Shecky. Yeah, yeah, I love him. And I, I think my exposure night after night after night to that kind of thing and Alan Alan King but more shaky because I just uh, he's he is so in the moment right he's so in but the music and comedy are so similar as far yeah, as the timing because literally one syllable can screw up a joke right you know right and then and the wrong accent on the wrong right. word in an in a note in a song right the, you know if you just blow off a word an important word that that uh, is important in the whole story of that song is so important don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, for, it's Just Kill Me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just Kill Me. Now. No, Judy Gold's Just Kill Me. Just Kill Me Now. Just Kill Me Now.